Hey folks, this is Annette with the next episode of Chronic Wellness. Thanks very much for being with me today. I am continuing my How to Travel with Chronic Illness series. This is number three. Today we are talking about how to travel by boat. And when I say by boat specifically, I am thinking about how to go on a cruise. And I understand um, that a, it takes a lot of privilege to be able to travel that way, and that B, it is not the most earth-friendly or even people-friendly way to travel. That's an industry that's pretty hard on um, our planet and resources and the people that work in that industry. And as a person with chronic illness, um, it traveling by boat has afforded me the opportunity to travel um, when I otherwise would not have been able to. It, it has provided access um, as a person with disabilities when other modes of travel have not been available to me. And so therein lies the tension, the paradox of here's an industry that I'm not sure that I support or want to support, and yet it has supported me when um, other avenues of travel have not been available to me. And so, let me begin. Uh, if you have not watched the first in this series, um, that is where I talk about just my broad brush, um, best practices, good habits for travel. So I would recommend that if you watch nothing else. And then this, if you're interested in talking about how to travel by boat. So number one, as you purchase your tickets or after you have, alert your cruise operator that you or someone has special needs because they will walk you through the process of thinking about how they can help you um, have access on board the ship. If you are someone for whom walking up ramps or walking long distances is difficult, consider getting a scooter for the duration of your trip. Um, this is something that has to be ordered in advance and there are generally two approved operators through whom you can rent these devices. And the reason you have to do it in advance is that generally it is there waiting for you at the cruise terminal for you to use for the duration of your trip and then leave at the end of your trip. So something you really have to do plan in advance and oftentimes needs a note from your doctor in order for you to have access. Very similar situation if uh, you are someone who needs oxygen tanks. So if you're traveling with something other than your portable oxygen, which still the cruise ship needs to know about, but you can just bring with you as you travel. But if you want liquid oxygen tanks, you will need to rent them through a third party vendor in order for them to be waiting on board for you. And the cruise ship gives you the names of who you can rent through and you pay out of pocket for that generally. Um, also, there are excursions that you take off boats, the little trips when you are in port. And generally those excursions are ranked by levels of difficulty. And so read about what those levels are and um, think about your own um, abilities and contact the cruise ships if you are unclear about their levels so that when you are picking what you do in port, you are taking into consideration what's possible for your level of physical activity, your level of exertion, um, your 
levels of energy, the amount of time that you're going to be off the boat, for example, all of those things. Generally on a cruise ship, um, if you have the same seating in the dining room, you oftentimes have the same staff waiting on you from night to night. And if that is the case, tell your host what your dietary needs are on that first night and you might have to reiterate them the second night, but generally those staff are quite attentive and so they will care and, and be interested in knowing what your dietary needs are and respecting that throughout the duration of the trip. Oftentimes they'll ask and so um, alerting them to that up front and, and knowing that they'll try to be mindful of it throughout your time on board. And then finally, if you uh, get sick easily or if you are someone who is immunosuppressed or immune compromised, do not go to the buffets. <laughs> and that's inconvenient. There are lots of buffets on board. Uh, but sticking to the a la carte menus and the restaurant service is the safest way to avoid picking up any of those germs that you'll get from people handling the food or accidentally sneezing while they're helping themselves to their salads. Um, so just one more way to keep yourself safe. Those are my tips. Um, I'm guessing that you might have other ones too, or things that have made travel uh, on cruise ships safer and more successful for you. And I'd love to hear about those. I will read your comments. So I'd be grateful if you post them below. I'd also be grateful if you're finding this helpful, if you'll let me know that, or if you'll subscribe to my channel, or visit me at my website, AnnetteLeonard.com. Thanks very much for your time and attention. I am awfully grateful for sharing this time with you. And until the next time, thank you and be well.